Welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics. Here is your host, Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof, a nationally recognized health educator, author of the award-winning book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, and creator of the Talk Puberty app. and welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof. This episode is the second 13th episode, number 26, in which we are reviewing information from some of the past episodes. So for this episode, we're playing a trivia contest game. Why 13, by the way, it's the age in which most young people have already noticed changes. I like that number 13. Now regarding the game, Those of you that requested the login information, it was sent to you in which I hope you received it and you're logged in ready to play. How this game is going to work is that 13 questions will be asked. These questions are either true, false, or multiple choice or guess type questions. If you're playing live, you will note your answer through the provided link. If you're listening in after we played and recorded this, you can still answer what you think the correct answer is in which we're going to pause after each question is said aloud. To help me out with asking the questions, I invited Anita Sheffer. She was the fantastic health teacher who helped explain the changes that most girls experience in two earlier episodes of the Puberty Prof podcast. Thank you for being here, Anita. Hey, it's great to be back with you. I'm so looking forward to doing this. It should be a fun night. I agree. So thank you so much. Now, before we start the trivia contest slash game here, there's four updates or points I want to share with you, our listeners. Number one, the Puberty Prof is going on vacation for a few weeks and will return with 13 new episodes the week of August 16th. During this time, please consider listening to past episodes. Number two, to help you know what the last 13 episodes have been about, The list of episodes 14 to 26 will be posted on my website, pubertyprof.com, and on social media sites next week. Point three, the next 13 episodes will cover a variety of topics, including some social, mental, and emotional concepts that we need to remember when we're talking with preteens and teens. Topics include advice for heading off to middle school, gender-inclusive puberty, how bullying impacts young people, examples of healthy coping skills, including setting up a healthy household, setting boundaries for oneself and consent, and the realities of child sexual abuse. Episode number 39, another 13th episode, will be another trivia game. Point four, if you haven't checked out the Talk Puberty app, please do. This app is set up to help lead your conversations with young people about puberty and other growing up topics. There's a download fee of $1.99 to ensure that you don't have any inappropriate ads that appear. This app is a great tool and the feedback has been so positive in which the provided questions are helping to increase the talks families are having about puberty. So again, please check it out. It's called Talk Puberty, and I'll put a link for it in the description of this podcast. Those are my four updates slash points. So we're ready for the game. You ready, Anita? I am ready to go. Excellent. 
Okay, so question number one of the trivia contest with the puberty prof is, what is a healthy habit for emotional well-being as it was explained by Ellie Mark? A, take care and check in. Are those two healthy habits? B, know the five signs. C, engage and relax. Or D, all answers are correct. Everybody got it correct. All answers are correct. Ellie, she explained that in order to be an emotionally well person, it's really smart to know the signs of when you're struggling. You need to be engaged and relax and also take care and check in. So great job. All right. Question number two, who might be too hard on themselves regarding their body image? Is it A, children, B, youth, C, adults, or D, all answers are correct? All right. And that is correct. D is our answer. All answers are correct because whether you're a child or an adult, body image is always something that remains a concern to many people. So we have to stop being so hard on ourselves regarding our body image. Good job, Michael. Question number three, what is true about testicles? A, one testicle usually hangs lower than the other testicle. B, the scrotum sac can hang lower during warmer weather. C, both comments are true. And D, both comments are false. And the correct answer is C, both comments are true in which one testicle typically does hang lower than the other. If you are a person with two testicles, one would hang lower than the other. And the scrotum sac can hang lower during warmer weather. And then during the cooler months, or if you jump into a cool pool, the scrotum sac might actually go towards your body. Next question. All right. So next question is, what is the menstrual product that is reusable? Is it A, tampons, B, menstrual pads, C, menstrual cups, or D, none of these? The answer is C, menstrual cups. This is a product that can be reused by washing with warm, soapy water after each use. So great job. All right. And question number five. According to Jen All, how many phases are there in the menstrual cycle? A, one. It's just one whole cycle. B, two phases. When you have a period and when you don't. C, three phases before, during, and after your period. And then D, there are four phases, menstruation, follicular, luteal, and ovulation. And the correct answer is D, that there are four phases of the menstrual cycle. I really loved that when Jen was on that episode to talk about a healthy menstrual cycle, she talked about the importance of knowing your body and knowing what all of these phases are about. Number six. All right. So what is a puberty party? 
Is it a special event to celebrate growing up? Is it B, a surprise party for doctors to talk about puberty? Is it C, a gathering for parents, caregivers to complain about their preteen? Or is it D, a party you have when you graduate high school? And yes, it's a special event to celebrate growing up. And for those of you that don't remember, Dr. Fatou Forna talked about puberty parties and she actually has a program. You can look at her website and follow along. And there's parties for those that identify as male as well as those that identify as female. Great job, everybody. And this Michael person keeps on staying in first place. Excellent. Okay, true or false? Family members have the right to see what children slash youth are taught about puberty and other sex ed topics in schools. True or false? And the answer is true. Everybody has the right to know what a child or youth is going to be taught in health education. So if you're a young person, a parent, other caregiver, ask your school district what's going on. Number eight. Okay, what is true about policies focusing on sex ed and HIV ed in the schools? A, all states mandate sex ed and HIV ed. B, all states require medically accurate information to be taught. C, schools can have additional policies about sex HIV ed. And D, parents, families have to provide consent before sex ed HIV ed is taught. And that could potentially be a tricky one, but the answer is C, schools can have additional policies about sex and HIV ed. Why do you think it's a tricky one there, Anita? Because the state mandates are for HIV, not necessarily for sex ed. And so if you are a college student and you don't necessarily know that, you might look at that and think, oh, wait a second, you know, is that... Is it mandatory to teach sex ed in schools? And it's not, which is scary. And every state has their own policies, which is wild. And that whole thing about being medically accurate, I spoke with a Melissa of sex positive families and she's in Texas. And we spoke about how it's not medically accurate there in the state, Mm -hmm. which is so unfortunate. Children and youth have the right to have correct information. Right, right. Okay, on to our next question. Number nine, many boys, the Dr. Sate, who was a pediatrician that was on the podcast, many boys wonder about what their final height will be, true or false? And the correct answer is true. Although everybody can wonder what their final height will be, but Dr. Sate said that's his number one question he gets from a lot of the boys that he talks with. Interesting. Question number 10. According to Kara Haug, spirituality and sexuality go together because they are two personal intertwining parts of a person. Is that true or false? All right. The answer is, in fact, true. Great job, everybody. Everybody got it correct. Woohoo! Yeah. And she was on the podcast that was titled Spirituality and Sexuality, and she had such a nice, calm voice as she spoke. 
She was so, everybody was so great to talk with. I remember Kara regarding her voice, though, very calm. Oh. Okay, the next question, number 11. What did the M stand for in the two episodes with Dr. Reese? Hint, it's a word some people feel uncomfortable saying. Was it A, menstruation, B, masturbation, C, mammogram, or D, mashed potatoes? (laughs) And the correct answer is not mashed potatoes. It is B, masturbation. So the, the two episodes were regarding the M word, masturbation. Nice job, everybody. Everybody got that one correct. Wow. Number 12. Okay. What is true about masturbation? A, it causes a person to need glasses. B, it causes pregnancies. <laughs> C, some people do it and others don't. Either are okay. And D, it grows hair on your palms. And the answer is C. Some people do it and others don't. Either is fine. Both I heard you laughing. Because you made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some people that are taught that it does cause pregnancy. And that it makes you go blind. Yeah. That was when we were children. Yeah. And that, that is still out there, that myth. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Okay. So our final question. And if you want to read it, Anita, go for it. All righty. So one of the puberty profs guests, Gabrielle Mark, recently became Miss Minnesota. Do you think that is true or false, everyone? And the answer is true. And she is definitely a beautiful, beautiful young woman. She had that platform or she has the platform of the mental and emotional health wellness. And I'm hoping that she'll be back on to talk more about how her influence is occurring for people in her state of Minnesota, as well as others. She's just such a positive, energetic person, and I wish her success. That's great. So let's see who the top winner is here. We'll just talk about the top winner. And I need to say congratulations to Michael. Wow. Michael, and hopefully we have your contact information so I can send you a copy of my book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, which was just announced that I was interviewed for the Mom's Choice Award for that book. That was really exciting. That is exciting. Congratulations again. Thank you so much. So thanks for playing along. Those of you that are doing it live, we really appreciate your participation. And those of you that are listening now, this recording, hopefully you were able to have some trivia with, if you're sitting there with a family member or a friend, and maybe you giggled here or there, just like Miss Anita Sheffer. (laughs) And do you have any words of advice or anything for our audience? Like, you know, what the purpose of this podcast is to help people communicate honestly about the changes we experience as we grow up. So do you have any, any words of advice that you want to add on to from past episodes? I mean, honestly, it really is. It's always the same just to keep the lines of communication open between parents and children, 
teachers and students, you know, if your child asks questions, don't be embarrassed. Don't feel that your question isn't important or that it's silly. And if you are a parent, you know, make sure that you check in with your kids because you might think that they don't have any questions or that they're too embarrassed to talk to you, but they very well might surprise you. So keep talking. That's great advice because we keep on hearing from a lot of people to keep on checking in with your children because if you think that they don't want to talk to you today, okay, it might be true, but that doesn't mean we don't go back to them. And although we might ask our children, including teenagers, our our children and youth to come to us to ask questions, if we're not modeling it, if we're not modeling how to go and talk about this topic, they don't know how to do it with us. Some reminders for you that the Puberty Prof, I'm going to be taking a vacation for a couple of weeks and we'll return with another 13 new episodes the week of August 16th. Exciting. Thanks. To help you during that time, if you're if you're looking for something to listen to, feel free to go to some of the past episodes that we just referred to for this trivia game. There's great information in those episodes. And what I'll be doing is I'll be posting an overall summary of what they were at pubertyprof.com as well as on my social media platforms. The next 13 episodes are going to cover a variety of topics. Some of those are going to include social, mental, and emotional concepts that we need to remember when we're talking to preteens and teens. And then the last point is, if you haven't checked out the Talk Puberty app, please consider doing so. It's such a great app for having people learn basic information because most sections will have a question and then a very simple answer, which is preteen friendly. And then these, these questions actually have young people and adults ask additional questions, which adds to the communication about this topic because talk is a verb. I thank you for listening in. Anita, thank you again so much for being here today. You're very welcome. It's always my pleasure. And again, thank you everyone for listening. And I hope you have a happy and healthy day. Thank you for listening to the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow The Puberty Prof on Twitter or Instagram. The Puberty Prof, Lori Reichel, wants to hear from you. Go to pubertyprof.com or click on the link in this episode's description. There you can find more information, as well as ask questions to be answered by The Puberty Prof in a future episode. That's pubertyprof.com. Also, remember to check out the Talk Puberty app and the book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty. Until next time, this is the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics.